Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio. Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit simplecast.com. Hey, friends and listeners, welcome to Shift Drink on Full Service Radio, broadcasting live from the lobby of the Line Hotel right here in Ames Morgan, Washington, D.C. Um, I'm Eddie Kim, writer, uh, lover of musicals, as I'll repeat every week, vehemently, <laughs> and uh, just kind of a general barman about town. I'm joined by Matthew Ramsey. Uh, Pornburger chef, cosmology consultant to the stars, and illegal mezcal ambassador. Uh, every week we share a shift drink and swap war stories from behind the line with chefs, bartenders, bakers, brewers, and anyone who touches the all-encompassing industry. Uh, today we're joined by NWA fanboy, local food entrepreneur, and mother hen of DC's notorious food incubator, Mess Hall. Welcome, Al. Hello, hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Uh, so... Shift drink. We're uh, we're, we're kind of skewing off the traditional shift drink. It, it is Monday afternoon after all. Uh, you've got kids to pick up eventually. We've got chiropractors to go to. Uh, what are we? What we are have, we drinking? We have a real adult here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm drinking coffee. This is a special blend. Yeah. from uh, Matthew Ramsey. Yeah. Courtesy. <laughs> Uh, so we're, we're doing a little bit of repeat in that we are we've infused our cannabis or our coffee once again with some cannabis. Uh, Wait, I, what? Yeah. <laughs> I have uh, a little homebrew I call a Crossfade. It's a uh, cannabis-infused cream liqueur that we've uh, dosed our coffee with. So, Yeah, prepare for things to go downhill. Things quickly. could get pretty isotopic right. pretty soon. See. I have a light, do- light dose. Yeah, that's what we said last time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll know in a minute. <laughs> um, so we... Kind of one of the first things we do to get uh, get to know our guests is to play a quick game. So, Al, I hope you've prepared a couple of uh, statements because we are about to play Two Truths, One Lie. Two Truths, One Lie. Ah, uh, well, I thought we were playing Truth or Dare. <laughs> dare, Dare. That's what I prepared for. Two within the, within the confines of Justice Studio, Dare. Okay, we will, uh, yeah, the gla- beautiful glass windows here, that uh, glass walls that we're encased in, so uh, the dares would be a little, little dare. Make sure every here. guest sees uh, some kind of nudity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, two truths and mm-hmm. dare. So two truths and a lie. We've got uh, one, uh, first hospitality job was at TGI Fridays. Uh, number two, married my high school sweetheart. Number three... Uh, nearly kicked out Wale, the guest of honor, uh, from a recent mess hall event. Whoa. Unwittingly. I'm pretty sure the last one is true, because for some reason it sounds really familiar. I can, I can yeah, I feel like I can see Wale <laughs> hanging out at mess hall. Uh, um, I know you're married to Jody, and I feel like you guys are definitely sweethearts, so let's take it to high school. Uh, how many pieces of uh, swag, or what, what is flare. it? Flair. Flair, flair do you have to wear? You have to wear a lot of flair. Uh, a lot of flair. The more flair, the better. 
there's no exact number yeah. this is a corporation yeah no you just have to it depends on how tall you are you know you have those suspenders <laughs> so if you're taller you need to fill them in <laughs> i'm calling shenanigans on that one yeah shenanigans Number one is the lie. Uh, you know, I, that was my first job. It was. Uh, yeah, God right here. <laughs> we are horrible at this game. Uh, yeah, that was, uh, I was just started as a bus boy. Okay. At TGI Fridays and 20th and Penn, Northwest. Oh, that was, that's I cool, GW. School. Yep. Yeah. I, I, I was just reading, I was doing some research on you. Uh, we're fellow buffer and bluers i didn't know you went to gw yeah exactly okay Maybe guys i, I don't think you. you've won this game once it's not about winning jack all right that's fair <laughs> i'm just rooting for you you know <laughs> see so you get it right yeah. we, we, we love a good underdog story we served a lot of long island iced teas at that place yeah so maybe you were one of them yeah yeah, yeah. that sounds that sounds about right i literally burned that shirt the stripe the red and white stripe <laughs> shirt. <laughs> what 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 year was that not to like date all of us but uh, that would have been in, uh, 94. Okay. Yeah. 1994. Thank God he is so much older than I am. Yeah. Nah, that's not true. We're in the same. I, uh, I turned 21 when I was working there and I just remember the stroke of midnight sitting around at the bar and, uh, and just, they, they treated me right. And we had all the, yeah, it was all the flair. It was, that's, it was very TGI Friday. That's amazing. So, I mean, that's a lot of testament too, to like, I just like remember all the drinks that were famous at TGI Fridays and like. Much where lights. that far scene is now it's just like it's i'm sure like you could probably get like an old-fashioned tgi fridays these days they taught yeah and it was all about <laughs> the flair wasn't just the buttons it was the you know carrying how many plates you could get all the way down your arm oh my god yeah um it's an important right, so, skill so, well, so what was the lie the lie ah uh, high school sweetheart i ah. like how you i like how you pegged me as somebody that only got I mean, to be fair, I didn't think about it like that, but, um, I yeah. mean, you guys are such sweethearts. No, just, I met Jody, uh, uh, after college. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In fact, she probably doesn't know about TGI Fridays, otherwise she probably wouldn't have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and Wale, that's true. Yeah. He was, he was at Mess Hall for an event a couple weeks, uh, a couple days ago okay. on Thursday. And, uh, it was a branded event for a spirit company and, uh, uh, everything was blue. They had, they, we put all blue up lighting and everything. And they were very particular about that. We were very conscientious of that until somebody line, leaned against the, the light switch and, uh, all the, and the house lights came on. And then I went over and kind of gently pushed them out of the way and then turned the lights back off the overhead lights and then uh it happened again and then what happened the third time um somebody yelled out wale stop leaning up against the lights and i was like oh that was wale <laughs> <laughs> wale t- totally blew you yeah so uh blue. but we're good it did, oh, okay we're going in that direction yeah <laughs> i'm getting death stares from eddie kim but yeah did not end up in fisticuffs nobody was hurt so. Um, do you get a lot of Do you get a lot of celebrities over at Mass Hall? Uh, Matthew Ramsey okay. is uh, one. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, I'll take it, but thank it's you. This love fest right here. Yeah. <laughs> but really, you never know what's going to happen. It's um, it's a it's a pretty diverse. Uh, there's a lot of stuff that always. You got a lot of big food names over there. I mean, outside of DC, you guys that that Food Network thing, right? Uh, let's see. What, are what we doing was there? that? We have. Um, uh, Adam Greenberg is here now, yeah. um, and he's like chop champion. I don't even know how many times. I think four now or five. Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna have him on. I don't. He doesn't know this yet, but we're gonna he have him on for a, uh, a. We're doing a power hour special. Actually, Jack doesn't know this either. Jack, we're doing a nope. power hour special. Nice. Yeah. Five drinks, five guests, yeah. rapid fire. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, but 
Adam's one of our guests for that. I'm going to see how many people we can fit in this little studio. Adam, if you're listening, please join us for that. He's he's (laughs) bigger than life. Yeah. uh, He's a personality. He's great. He's cool. His food's good, too. So... Uh, and he's of Coconut Colony, right? That's right. Yep. Coconut, Coconut, Coconut Club. Club. Club, yeah. Club, Club. Yep. A new restaurant that he's opening up, I believe, in the Union Market area. Yeah. Right near Union Market. Kind of right near um, uh, the theater there, near Dolcesa. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you guys, you just featured him in your New Kids on the Block uh, event, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, we do uh, 11 different soon-to-open restaurants. Uh, we call it New Kitchens on the Block. Everyone calls it New Kids on the Block because we affectionately <laughs> dubbed it NKOTV. <laughs> I think even the Washington Post called it New Kids on the Block, but uh, it's easy to say. It rolls off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, we do uh, 11 different restaurants that are uh, about to be open, so we kind of give the public um, the opportunity to come in for that particular event to try everything before um, the, uh, before the restaurant opens, so it's kind of unique. We're it was trying awesome. to do yeah. a few different, few different uh, types of events that are going to bring in the public and help promote small local businesses. So this is a this was a question I wanted to ask, um, and actually hadn't formulated. But a lot of the businesses that you feature at Mess Hall are smaller. They're, it's an incubator, and people who need a little bit of startup, who need a little bit of guidance, going through the process of opening up their own brick and mortar business. But some of the people that you featured over at New Kids, uh, uh, New, New Kids on the Block, there you go, uh, are <laughs> just keeping it alive. They're pretty well known. I mean, we we see some pretty well known chefs. I mean, I mean Adam Greenberg. Food Star uh, Network Star. I mean, he's a pretty well-known guy, and so is this something that is now kind of required of any kind of restaurant that wants to open in DC to have this preview event or pop-up event or what what have you? You know, I think it helps, and you know, Marjorie has come out, and uh, and several other notables. Um, when we put together our event, so I mean, maybe it's important to take one quick step back and just say kind of like what what we are, what Mess Hall is yeah, for anyone awesome. that hasn't that. that hasn't known. We're, we are a food incubator, so we provide commercial kitchen space to people who are out there that want to start up their own their own small local business. Um, maybe they're a personal chef or caterer, food truck, um, baker, whatever. Um, so we provide the space and we help them with their licensing and get them up to speed um, and hopefully have a successful business, graduate. We've had several, several notables come through and graduate. But we also do this other second part of it, which um, I think ties in, um, and it's our events. And the events are things like New Kitchens on the Block or Ramen World, which we had yesterday. Yeah. Eddie was there participating, yeah. um, serving up some delicious Suntory. Um, the, uh, the events are meant to continue to draw attention to our D.C. chefs. And we do, as you perceive, kind of mix in some of the bigger name chefs alongside with some people that nobody's ever heard of um, and we put them shoulder to shoulder very purposefully so that um, the bigger name chefs will help sell the tickets and draw people in. And while they're there, they get to say, oh, wow, I just discovered something that's, um, uh, that's amazing and I want to go to their restaurant. So as an example, yesterday we had Katsuya Fukushima from Daikaya and Haikon and Bantam King. Serving an awesome Impossible Burger ramen burger. Ah, yeah. okay. Yeah, I, saw, I saw pictures of that. Yeah. It was pretty awesome. Great. That was an epic dish. Yeah. And people come because they love his restaurants. But um, right, uh, you know, right at the event as well, we had Momo Yokotori. And they just opened on Friday, um, and it's a yakitori restaurant on Rhode Island Ave in, in Northeast in the Woodbridge. Uh, this is the old Nito space, right? That's right. Yep, yeah. right near right in where Nito's was, um, and they got to participate right along with this, you know, master chef, and uh, 
and there are a lot of people that hadn't heard of their restaurant, so they get to try them. So, um, you know, to Eddie's question, it's very much on purpose that we that we do mix all of this, and mm-hmm. I think it's good for everyone. And and the more senior chefs, I mean, they love they love that stuff. You're you're almost kind of a matchmaker for the public, right? You're playing, yeah, <laughs> you're playing foodie love guru. That's what DC love. I mean, that's what's <laughs> so great about DC, um, and it's just that's how we've become so much more of a food town. Um, all, a lot of the chefs here will celebrate each other and, um, there's no, you know, there's no voting or competitive part of ramen world, for example. It's just people come together to, um, kind of, uh, celebrate food. Uh, well, I mean, you've been in the food industry now for what, 20 plus years. Yeah. Would we say 90? Yeah. So yeah. 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 Let's start off at TGI Fridays. Mm. (laughs) We're not going to be able to stop talking about that, huh? No, I think that's, that's going to be, we're going to put that on all our social media. He still tells all of his incubator businesses flair. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's a great idea. We we, we need more flair. First thing you need to do, pins. Pins Um, and buttons. (laughs) I mean, you, you, you're kind of, you're at the forefront of DC's growing food scene. Uh, and you have a really unique perspective on that. What are some things that you've learned along the way since opening a mess hall that you could, I mean, recommendations, just helpful things for new small businesses that are just starting the process? And Well, you know, there have been, there have been some tough lessons learned. I think um, one is a level of preparedness, which is just hard to, it's easier said than done, but just to prepare yourself that the highs are really, really high and the lows can be just really abysmal devastating yeah yeah it's uh it's such a roller coaster and um and it's thrilling and you really have to be prepared because there's some extremes you know to the extent that you know you start to get kind of desensitized to 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 so much of it and um when you know things are going really really poorly or there's something that's really really stressful you know after a while um yeah i think as a defense mechanism your body kind of starts to like think that it's that those things aren't such a big deal anymore um but then on the other end of the spectrum you know you can kind of get desensitized to like all the great things too so um it's tough to be a small business owner and we try and forewarn people that you know this is on the horizon that it's going to be really really hard um and that you're just going to have to ride through it um but i don't know that anything can really prepare people for that until um until they go through it and the second lesson I think is just to um, take whatever startup budget you have double it and add a penny Um, yeah and that's something that you can (laughs) sort of (laughs) try and do um, and and be prepared for Um, uh, easier said than done as well but uh, but that's another that's another everything just starts just costs more yeah yeah Yeah, than you anticipate and you used the word graduate before uh, for people that have I guess left and grown up outside of mess hall uh, Republic Kalachi. Uh, yep. Rapazone. Rapazone. Rapazone, yeah. Mason Dixie. Uh, Mason Dixie, yeah. They were one of our first people to come through. Uh, they now are in, I think, uh, last I looked on their website, they had like 170 stores. I read an article that they're growing to 5,000 stores with their with their frozen biscuits. I mean, it's, it's amazing. amazing. They were a concept on paper when they came to us and applied for a competition that we did called Launchpad. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Arepa Zone is another one. They have since opened, of course, their, their bricks and mortar spot on 14th street, just yeah. south of Thomas circle. Um, misfit juicery has been blowing it out. I love those guys. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, they, they're getting just me through this cold right now. <laughs> I'm yeah. sick right now. And uh, yeah, I've been just pounding misfit juicery, right, um, to get me through it. But yeah, it's, it's not, it's good, helpful stuff. And they're, 
they outgrew us. I mean, they could. We just didn't have enough, you know, refrigeration space for all that they needed. And now they're at a co-packer um, uh, to produce, you know, to keep up with the demand. They're in. That's awesome. New York and all the way up and down the East Coast. And they're Coast. young. I mean, they're like just out of college. They came is... to us. That's exactly right. Right when they, they were in, they were in college. Phil was a, a senior, and uh, Anne was a junior. That's so wild. So uh, I did not. I was still, I think, probably yeah, working my TGI Friday job. They, you know, they started with a, a tabletop juicer. Um, they had two of them, and uh, they were sloshing juice on the floor. And uh, it was, you know, probably big, no bigger than um, a juicer that you might have in your own home. Yeah, but like the size of a coffee maker. Yeah, uh, and uh, and that's how they started their business. But they're really savvy. I mean, they're just so. They good. are. Yeah. yeah, they both got their heads uh, screwed on real tight. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to take a small break. I do want to ask you a little bit more about Japanese food in relation to Ramen World yesterday. And we have a couple more games to play with you. Oh, games. Okay. So uh, thanks for listening. Or, guests, thanks for listening. We are Shift Drink on Full Service Radio. And we're talking with Al Goldberg. music by keto k-i-d-e-o on soundcloud we'll be right back on shift drink all right friends welcome back we are shift drink we're joined uh, today by al goldberg of mess hall uh we're talking uh, everything from Incubating to uh, to ramen. Yeah. So yesterday was a kind of a shitty day, but actually shitty days are probably the best for eating ramen. Um, and yesterday you had the Ramen World event. It's the fourth iteration of the event at Mess Hall DC. Um, it's a it's a great annual food festival, kind of eatathon celebrating ramen. Um, but it's actually expanded to all Japanese food. I mean, you talked about um, momo um, yakitori, which specializes in yakitori they made a great um skune um grill like cooked right over the uh Bichotan grill um skune is basically a chicken meatball okay yeah yeah um and the classic side for that is potato salad so it's really simple but delicious um are, I, my question was are you seeing kind of a change away from let's say the, the ramen fad i mean it's called ramen world and there were a, um, several people serving ramen, but now you have lots of other dishes. So it's just kind of what you see in, in happening in DC. The palate's changing. People are more mature. It's not all about noodles and soup. Uh, you know, we I think we just decided to include them because they've become friends of ours, um, and uh, it is kind of fun to mix it up with just noodles. And we called it kind of friends of noodles um, in there. We like there to be when we're curating these events. We want there to be a level of diversity between everything. I mean, if you just have all um, you know hot soup and uh, and noodles that that can 
you could get a little bit tired of that. Sure. If there is a, like, it, yeah. I if there it. is such a thing as like too much ramen. Um, but, uh, but yesterday we had, you know, ramen in the, f- in the form of a bun, you know, for a burger, we had it as a, uh, as a hot dog substitute, uh, on a, on a traditional potato bun. Um, we saw cold noodles, we saw hot soup, we saw a, um, sort of Chinese interpretation of it in a hot and sour soup. Fun. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, we mixed it up with a little bit of dumplings. Nomad Dumplings, who's a mess hall member, so we wanted to incorporate. We like to incorporate our members into our events whenever possible. And then, as you pointed out, the yakitori. So, I don't think ramen has, um, you know, jumped the shark or anything in DC yet. Um, but uh, I do think that uh, celebrating any sort of food with its diverse uses is uh, is going to make it all the better. Absolutely. So you've probably had a lot of bowls so far. What's your favorite? And not any particular particular style or 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 person who makes ramen oh man oh in terms of like uh this is like picking your favorite kid yeah (laughs) that's our next next. question yeah Yeah. yeah. (laughs) and you can pick her up him or her up next (laughs) only one child uh i think i don't know it's too hard to say it depends on the i mean like yesterday was rainy so you know some of the soups were really great it's, uh, you stumped me on that one. You're going to have a hard time on our rapid-fire questions. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the rapid-fire questions. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess, yeah, we have a number of questions. We will do rapid-fire. Rapid-fire. Time for the payback. Rapid-fire. All right. Yeah. The you have, you asked for it, I'm going to, yeah, show, I know. He knows what's coming up. Yeah, we really have to switch up these these games now. Uh, so the first question: Growing up, what was your go-to after-school snack? Uh, Doritos, hundred percent. What flavor? Yeah. Uh, well, they only had one flavor back then when I was a kid. Dude. Spicy nacho cheese. <laughs> yeah. Just right, yeah, nacho, not just uh, the cheese ones, orange ones, yeah. The orange ones, because yeah. you like your fingers all. It's all about the orange. Yeah. I, I love Doritos. Elizabeth actually, it's like one of her foods she cannot eat. Your fiance, Elizabeth, my fiance. Can, yeah, uh, we've talked about this. Yeah, to her, it just tastes like feet, which like I'm also not opposed to. So, but she still goes out and buys buys them for you. That's how much she loves you. That's true love. That's true love, guys. All right, but this is not, this is Alice. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty rapid. Uh, two dream chefs you want to see Jello wrestle. I know you had your food fight recently, where you got. Two, uh, you pitted two chefs uh, and some Jello against each other. Another another event at Mess Hall DC. Yeah, that was an industry only event. It's Sasha um, from Doi Moy and uh, and Bobby from Tip Cow ended up uh, Jello wrestling at Plenty. about one in the morning. The most awkward on videos on Instagram. <laughs> wake up the next morning and see two grown. <laughs> to grow man just like Jello wrestling. Actually, I watch that every morning. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's good. Like get me out of bed video. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two chefs. Hmm. Well, you know, I said that uh, I said that Ramen World is a collaborative, not a competitive event. But it would be kind of fun to see Eric Bruner Yang and uh, uh, and Katsuya, yeah, going at it in there. That could be kind of cool. Let me know. I'll bring some slow motion cameras and we'll get the Eric. Eric, if you hear us, Gauntlet's been Eric in the building. Oh yeah, Eric has left the building. Gauntlet's uh, Gauntlet's down. Is he here? We can get him down here. <laughs> yeah, Jack, can we put a jello jello pool right here in the studio? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Done. Okay. Uh, next question. Favorite strain of weed? We're talking marijuana. Oh, Ganja. man. Maui Wowie. You know, when I grew up, it was just, 
it was weed like it was coffee i mean yeah <laughs> like just like doritos yeah i don't know strains of weed was it easy to get like w- when you went to college here was it easy to get no um no we weren't we were more of a bar school you know yeah. you we uh you know we'd go to mr henry's or um uh cellar remember the cellar Did yeah you the cellar then? Yeah, yeah 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 i don't know what you graduated I, I just saw that uh Speaking of like the glory days back then, uh, what's the, what was that barbecue place in Georgetown that just just closed? Was uh, it Old Glory? Old Glory, yeah. Oh, it yeah. closed. Twenty six years. No uh, way. Yeah. Um, the face of DC is really is changing. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Huh. Uh, but up uppers, downers, sativa, indica. Uh, probably uh, probably a little sativa. Sativa. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get the mind going a little bit. All right. The most memorable bite in recent history, bite of food Ooh. or drink. I'd have to say yesterday, and this is on the brain, but uh, but Katsuya's um, Impossible it's Burger impossible yesterday, burger, which is a vegan burger. Can we yeah? Can we talk about that? Because obviously I'm a, I'm a burger guy, but like let's just for our listeners, let's let's break yeah, it down. Yeah, this plays to you. Yeah, I don't know much about the Impossible Burger other than it's vegetable or soy base. It's so they're honestly, I, I'm gonna go out on land, but I, I think they're using uh, an amino acid that like replicates the taste of meat. But I don't, I, it's all it's all vegan, vegetarian based, and uh, it's branded the Impossible Burger because it's a, it's you know, it's a, it's a company that's producing right. it. But it's, I mean, from everybody that's tried it, it's just that it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it, there were a lot of people that ate the burger yesterday that didn't realize that it was a plant based burger. Um, and their mission is not to, it's not, they're not branding themselves as like a vegan or a vegetarian right. um, item, but rather that they want to show that, um, that there are plant-based meats that are also, or plant-based foods that are, um, just as delicious and, uh, uh, and could be a substitute. Uh, so okay. yesterday we actually, it was actually cooked in, uh, with a little bit of beef fat as oh. well. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I was having, I was talking, it was on my mind last night at a bar and we were talking about the impossible burger and it had a ton of umami taste to it, but now it makes sense that they cooked it in beef. Well, so he's actually, he actually helped develop the recipe for it. Oh, okay. Well, and there's a, there's a process that's very time consuming um, that involves breaking up these little pods. It's the root of some, some plant. Okay. And, uh, and it has a high iron base to it. Huh. Uh, so that's part of the material that's used. Interesting. For it. Yeah. So Kats- uh, Katsuya came out of Cafe Atlantico and Minibar, um, kind of the molecular gastronomy um, for front runners here in D.C. And he's done stages at where, where El Bui. El Bui, yes. Yeah. So he knows all of these techniques, even though it might not, you know, he's not cooking it on an everyday basis at Daikaya. Uh, but, yeah, he still has all of this knowledge and he's... Yeah, he's a wealth of... He's an encyclopedia. He is. He consulted on that, and he was the opening chef at, uh, at Mini Bar, which is also a good little... I did not know that. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Um, Some of us had, you know, TGI Fridays. Other yeah. people... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, other <laughs> people started I'm starting to feel really bad about <laughs> my resume now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what's the craziest pitch you've ever received? Oh. If you're allowed to talk about it, you don't have to name anyone. The craziest pitch? Oh, for... Uh, for Mess for Hall. A new, for a new business. For a new business. Hmm... Somebody once talked to me about like infused um, coffee creamer. Stop it! Stop <laughs> it! That's my idea. Which uh, 
Which we're enjoying today. Yeah. <laughs> Seems so less crazy now. Yeah, it makes sense. Last batch. Um, no, you know what? I will tell you, though, at the um, one of our first inquiries in uh, 2014 was, uh, was an infused butter that I thought at the time was crazy because it was before weed was legal in D.C. Uh, and they came okay. to us and I was just like... This is this is pretty remarkable. Why you know why would somebody want to do this? And I didn't even know about infusions at the time. Um, I guess I'm slow, slow to the game. But uh, hey, but we're, yeah, here, we're time, here now. I don't even know any names of any strains. It that's yeah, right. I know. Right? I know. See, <laughs> see how see how ignorant I am. I just go with the flow. But you also I mean you threw blazed and glazed, which is an event that I got to participate in. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Blaze and Glaze was a uh, yeah when le- when weed was legalized in D.C. we had um, we had an informational day where people showed up and uh, and learned how to do extractions into um, into fats and oil uh, and as well into uh, into alcohol um, to make tinctures and uh, we had some notable chefs uh, come by and uh, make some of their favorite um, infused uh, foods or and or um, just stuff to eat when you have the munchies. Uh, so it was a day-long event that uh, got a lot of press at the time. It was fun. What did um, you make? I, I showed people how to grind uh, cannabis into their burgers. So I, I, I was making burgers. Mm-hmm. Um, I called it the Munch Box. <laughs> it's, it, honestly, it's like one of my favorite burgers. You can't say that on the radio, dude. Yeah, no. no. Oh. Uh, I, told, I totally fucking can. No. Um, <laughs> Is there but, a dump button? Yeah. <laughs> Eject. Um, but yeah, so I, I basically showed people how to, to A, infuse fat or, or lard with cannabis, and then to grind it into the burgers. Um, but it was, a, it was a really fun day. Yeah, we've had a lot of requests to, um, to redo um, Blaze and Blaze. Yeah. And uh, we co-produced that with Nevin Martell. Yeah. Um, who's become a good friend and... Local he's, local food writer and uh, dad extraordinaire. Yeah, he's amazing. He always comes up with all the best ideas, and then I just take credit for them. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was his baby. Yeah, that comes uh, with the territory. Uh, he, uh, we've had a lot of requests, but um, you know, with the climate right now, we decided to. Sure. Since that was a little bit higher, pro- it somehow got a lot of uh, a lot of buzz, and we're like, oh, we'll kind of lay low on that for a minute. Sure. So, go for it. It's all the it's all the dads to come it. up with the <laughs> the crazy. You know ideas. that was the most diverse group that I think we've ever had. I mean, just in terms of age and yeah. I mean, yeah. There was it was older people. There was younger people. There was it was everybody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, cool. My grandma showed up. Yeah. Uh, what is your DOC? Your donut of choice. Oh, donut of choice. Um, I like a glazed. With a pink topping and sprinkles. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter from where. We're talking. We're talking yeast, like like the. Or we're we talking like cake donut. Uh, yeast donut. Yeast yeah. donut. Yeah. Yeah. Light, airy, little straw, little uh, little pink topping. <laughs> it tastes <laughs> like strawberry. It's better. Okay, it is strawberry. Yeah. Okay. Just, yeah. Not just sprinkles. I mean, pink is a flavor. Let's <laughs> um, what is the most or what most recent inappropriate thing your kids have said in public? Ah, <laughs> uh, in public. Uh, or, or to you in the privacy of your home. Are we? I mean, can we drop the f bomb on the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Fuck yeah. it, why not? Yeah, well, that's what they said. <laughs> that's exactly what she said. <laughs> uh, no, she said uh, uh, we sent my daughter upstairs to get the uh, to get her brush and didn't want to or something. She's like, I'll get the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, Obviously, I, learned that from her how mother. Old is, how old is she? 
she's now 10. I think that was when she was eight. They grew yeah. up so fast. And so you're, yeah. not, you're obviously not the disciplinarian. Uh, it, it depends, you know. We, well, you have to take turns yeah. playing the good cop, bad cop kind of thing. So, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be a horrible bad cop. I'm just putting that one out there. It's not my, it's not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of roll with it. Yeah. Um, now, we, we were just talking about some of your, your events. Is there any in the do you have any pipe dream events <clears throat> that you have not been able to throw that you still like really want to just make happen? Ooh. Well, I think you'll see, um, you'll definitely see another New Kitchens on the Block coming up. Okay. Um, sometime, uh, sometime in the early summer. It looks like there's a lot of new DC resi- uh, restaurants that are going to be opening up um, in the near future. Actually, is that something that you've had to consider more often now because there are so many new restaurants opening? Yeah, there's a lot. We've been, we've been finding that somewhere around the nine month mark is, uh, is about time to do it again. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think this one, I think you're right, is actually going to be a little bit sooner. Sooner. Yeah, because there's some, so many there's some on, the, on the horizon. Um, so that'll be a good one to look, to look forward to. Um, man, if there's any harmonica players out there listening, we've got to get like a little blues club, like a little Ooh. seedy blues club, I think, okay. maybe. All right. In, the, uh, in our garage bay. Matthew, you know, you know an accordion player. I know an accordion player, yeah. Close? No. Yeah. No, we need like plays, windy plays city juice blues. harp as well, but it's yeah, not a harmonica. Oh, I've been learning. I've been meaning to learn how to play the, mouth, the, <laughs> the mouth harp. harp. Mouth harp. Uh, That's what we need. We need something. You know. Can really I? Can I just pitch you my city? idea real quick? D- give me. Give me. Okay. I want luchadors. Yeah. I want mariachis. Okay. And I want all the mezcal. All right. Okay. So wrestling is a theme. I think you res- want more wrestling. I want. Re- I want wrestling. Yeah. So no jello. We, we need the masks. We need the masks. Okay. And I want, yeah, I want the soundtrack by some like some pretty awesome mariachi, with okay. really great tacos. Yeah. Tacos, tacos. I think, yeah, we taco tacos. world. That's my that's that's my dream for you, for me, for you. Okay, I think we can make it happen. We'll see that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and um, our last game. Uh, I'm not sure if I told you to prepare for this, but it is our Mary fuck kill. Fuck Mary kill. Okay, yeah, so uh, we decided we're going to do a little stoner Netflix and chill <laughs> movie edition. Uh, so this is Fuck, Mary Kill, Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, Days and Confused, or Pineapple Express. Have you seen all these movies? I have not seen them. <laughs> oh, God damn it. Damn it. Which one have you not seen? What were they again? Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Never seen it. Days and Confused. No. You're the oh, worst. Geez. You're the worst. Pineapple Express? No. What? <laughs> yeah, Dude, we are the worst like at three for three. We are terrible <laughs> at these games. We have to... I'm so... See, you have to do... For me, cultural, pop cultural references have to be like 98 or earlier. Okay. Okay. I okay. blew it. You is blew there, it. Is there a dump button? Can we dump <laughs> the last two minutes? <laughs> I think we just flipped the table. I think that's how we that do. works. Uh, well, congratulations. Top Gun. Okay. I, that. I saw that one. Are you going to marry fuck killer? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, okay, okay, okay. So, Matthew before said that you two do like to go to the movie theaters um, together mm-hmm. on dates. Yeah, we've seen a couple of winners. We saw... What did, oh, we saw, we saw Straight Outta Compton. Yeah. And I couldn't, th- I couldn't think of the, the, the Sandberg movie that we saw. Oh, God, that was a funny movie. What was it? Um, Pop Star? Pop Star, yeah. yeah. Well, so... Okay, so you do get out. Great. <laughs> I'm happy for you. <laughs> Twice in three years. That's right. So, that's, that's, pretty, that's a pretty good ratio. Um, well, thanks for joining us this week, Al. 
Thanks, so, guys. Uh, this is fun with us. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, I think our weed coffee is starting to kick in a little bit. Uh, you can revisit this week's episode or previous episodes on iTunes or wherever you grab your podcasts. Uh, don't forget, we want to see your shift drinks on Instagram or Twitter by using the hashtag showusyourshifty. And follow us on sh- uh, social media, social medias at shiftdrinkdc. Uh, also on March 12th, we're throwing an industry happy hour over at Rosario over on 18th Street in Admo. Uh, swing by for some mezcal combos starting around 10. Yeah, and hopefully this will be after our power hour. So yeah. uh, we will, it's going to be a mess. Um, <laughs> next week, we welcome special guest Bill Murray as we discuss his new cookbook, MSG. Yeah, you know me. See you soon, guys. Thanks, Al. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this program on Full Service Radio, broadcasting and recording from the Line Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio programming can be accessed live and archived on fullserviceradio.org. Our talk programming is available on most podcast apps like iTunes and Stitcher, and our DJ sets are available on mixcloud.com slash fullserviceradio. Full Service Radio features over 30 weekly shows and over 50 local hosts covering every topic imaginable. If you want to be a guest or get involved, email us at info at fullserviceradio.org. Follow us on Twitter at fullserviceRDO, on Instagram and Facebook at Full Service Radio. Thanks for listening.